Paul, why do you like the bowl games? Outside Dude. of just sheer something to do and something to watch. If we replaced oh. it instead of bowl games with the FCS championship and we made that regularly available to watch every single day, and we made it the non-Power 5 college football playoffs, yeah. and we just replaced these meaningless games with something that seems more meaningful. Have the MAC, Sun Belt, all these you know, oh, lower Mountain yeah. West play in a playoff. Just play it at 1130 on a Friday so I can watch something. I'm just saying, it seems like a much better option than what we're doing now. We're right. playing in games that are just You watch, worthless. you sit down and watch these games? Absolutely. You're a you, is it because you're you bet a on them? It's simply because you bet on them. Maybe. All right. So there's right. The, that's the real answer. Well, yeah. I mean, you just, just need something just, to bet on. I mean, Which we, we could get be, better at. We could be watching the, the was so, so we'll lay this, we'll lay right this out, this relegation out, nice and simple. And I, I think you guys have heard this take from us before, but we'll lay it out to uh, the people watching this show. The way I have it is the top 26 teams in the NCAA, right. they play in a league. There's two sides of the league, 13 teams on each side. You play everyone in your side of the league, and then you have a postseason. Say the top eight teams play in the postseason to determine a champion, and that's the national champion. And like we said, the bottom four teams get kicked out of the league. Now, there's going to be times where there's going to be a tie out of those bottom four teams. Then we literally have a toilet bowl. We have, you, you got it. It's a relegation bowl. And you get kicked out. You play one game. Winner stays in. Loser gets demoted. And the good thing about this is, is these teams are going to be playing marquee games every single week. And I don't buy what Tom said about injuries. I think that there no. might be more injuries. There's obviously going to be more injuries because it's a more physical game at the top. Is it, though, when you got to play USC? I'd rather play USC than have to play Mississippi State. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. But the, people will adapt and overcome. Don't let that deter you from this. I will say that the one negative out of this is, is it takes a while. Like a team like the University of Cincinnati, it would take them a while to get to that top tier. But that's the glorious of it as well, because then you're just constantly, when they finally get there, you know, it's taken three years where they just keep jumping tiers and jumping tiers, and all of a sudden they're at the top tier. I get it. I, I just think ultimately what we're trying to do is we're trying to get to a point where there's more meaningful games. I'm sick and tired of watching college football every single week. It's to a certain product. extent, it's not a terrible <laughs> product. It is great at the end of the day because there's always some games that are that are worthwhile watching. But the vast majority of them are terrible. Uh, Ohio State plays in a league, quite frankly, that has two meaningful games a year. Everyone else, there might be a might be a small chance in hell that they win. They go play Penn State, who I would consider, quite frankly, may I kill me if you want. Penn State's an average program. That's that's like Auburn. I wouldn't even know if I give them Auburn. Auburn at least won a national championship. Maybe they're like, I don't know. Are they who are they? Paul, Kentucky, Tennessee, Penn State. No, that's Penn State so is Penn State, Tennessee. I mean, are they? What has Penn State actually done they won, in the last ten years? They won the they Big won, Ten. They in won the Big Ten in 2016. That was because Ohio State was forced to not be able to play, right? Wasn't that a part of the? the I don't the, think that was that year. No, was that it? That was just when Ohio State. Someone won. in the chat helped me out. I don't think that was that year. I think Penn, Penn yeah, State. Yeah, Ohio that. State just lost to Iowa that year, yeah. right? That was the year they lost to Iowa or Purdue. I'm talking about as a program as a whole. Oh, look at the Big Ten. Uh, look at the Big Ten stands. Sean comes in the chat immediately. Penn State beat Auburn by 30. Yeah, this year. Yeah, they beat them by 30. They also fired their coach this year. 
Penn State's coaches getting extensions. It wasn't Penn State like back in the days like really good. Like weren't they oh. one of those what? old school programs? That sure, yeah, really they're good? like Nebraska. You know, like I'm yeah, saying, like, like it's Nebraska. just that Midwest team, just like Notre no, Dame. Ohio, to Ohio, a small Ohio State could play in the Big Ten championship that year. They just didn't make it. Okay, so that so that was the year that that Penn State must have upset uh, Ohio State. Clearly, yeah, but that's beside the point. At the end of the day, there's just there's just this severe lack of talent in some of these leagues, and you're just it is, it is what it is. The sad part with the 12 team playoff is that at the end of the year, it's going to be exciting and great. But the rest of the regular season, the things that I get excited for because every single week matters in, in college, it's going to go away. I mean, Ohio State can sleepwalk into the into the conference or the college football playoffs every single year from here on out. God's honest truth, they could. They got like one meaningful game they got to win. They they beat Penn State. They could lose to Michigan and they'll still get in playoff every single year one would argue on some years they might be able to lose to uh penn state and michigan and i would argue they would be on the borderline of still getting yeah, in probably yeah Alabama. a two loss ohio state team still probably gets in so it's it is Alabama what it is. lost two games this year and they'd be in what's that alabama lost two games this year and they'd be in so yeah it's it diminishes those regular season games so now we're just trying to populate it and make it more like quite honestly, more like the NFL to where every week you can lose, every week you can win, and you make every single week meaningful that way that you're not sleepwalking yeah, through the Missouris and the and the Northwesterns of the, of the I, I will say that the only thing that could save the college football playoff is possibly just making it to where the semifinal game is also played at your home field. God's honest truth. I'm, I'm cool with the championship being played neutral site, neutral site somewhere, put it in a bowl, whatever you want to call it. But – if we're going to eliminate the idea that you only get one home playoff game as a top four seed, like, I don't know if it's that big of a deal, but yeah, you wanted to talk about, we'll, we'll move in. We've, we've exhausted the, the college football landscape. You wanted to talk about the NFL playoff. Yeah. And I don't know these guys, I'll give them some time to pull it up. I don't know. We didn't really give them a heads up. I got a, I got a, uh, uh an image that's inside the drive there, fellas on, on a right. playoff picture scenario. This is what I think that's going to happen in the NFL uh, playoff situation. And I guess it really comes down to, is this, as a Bengals fan, is this preferable? Like, almost would you, would you, would you be happy with this outcome? Well, um, I don't know where you're going to go, but I will say this. A lot of talks being brought up about these long shots to get in the postseason. I don't know if it's a hot take, but, you know, I don't think the Lions, Jaguars, Packers, all these long shots to make the postseason, I don't think any of them are going to make the postseason. That's just the, the take I have about the NFL this year. But You don't think the Jags can make the postseason? I don't think they will. Gotcha. I think they can. I know they can. They have an opportunity to, but I don't think they will. Yeah, I mean, Jolly Jolly is asking how would relegation help, and I, Eric's trying to back us up. I, at the end of the day, it's just more competitive games on a week-in week and week-out basis. Right. And if, if you have relegation in the back of your mind, every week matters. So you might not be playing for the top of the league that year, but at least you're trying to stay competitive enough to where you don't drop to that next level down tier right I, I just i just don't want to watch ohio state play rutgers yeah i don't want to see that 47 and a half point spread of seeing that i mean this year ohio state and indiana played and the spread was like 50 points like, like i mean that's my, just absurd now my take about college football has been the same for forever i think that there's everyone tells me how great this product is every week and every week i sit down to watch it and there's one game out of 50 that are even good or even intriguing to me. 
And that's how it is. I just want to see more college football games that matter or more that, that move the sure. needle for a non-college football fan. All right, we're about to pull it up here. All right, you second. got the playoff picture. Um, Casey, you could share my screen and then yeah, I'm going to. What team could possibly fall out that's at the top right now? In my opinion, it could be the Dolphins. I don't know if the Dolphins – can the Dolphins possibly not make the playoffs? I would assume they – What are they, 8-5? and five? Yeah, they're getting ready. It looks like they're pulling it up right this second. Um, uh, yeah. Let's uh... – all right, go ahead, Casey. Thank you. Just zoom it in. So the Dolphins right now have a seventy percent chance to make the postseason. Yeah, that's one. At eight and five, it might be a fraud. All right, so he's pulling it up. There we go. I think at the end of the day, you have chalk at the top. Kansas City is going to be the one seed. I think Buffalo ends up being the two. Bengals ends up being the three seed. I think they find a way to win the division, and. It's a rematch with the Dolphins at home, which I would like your chances there. If I was a betting person, and some say that I might be, I think I'm going to go get myself a AFC Championship Chargers ticket. Just as a flyer. Because if it comes to where this is the Chargers' path to get to get to the to the uh, Super Bowl, I don't to hate where it. they'd have to what I don't hate the, it. Play the Titans and then go to Kansas City and beat them. Try to beat them. Yep. What was that stat that Tom brought up that blew my mind yesterday about Patrick Mahomes in divisional games? He's only lost like three divisional games in his entire career. Yeah, something like that. Insane. Now, one of them is to the Chargers. but 23-3 and three against the AFC West. <laughs> That's incredible. He's not good, though. San Francisco's the best team in the uh, – they're getting close to making – I mean, the Eagles are one of those teams where it's like, okay, I can't come out here and be crazy talk. Mm -hmm. But I really think San Fran's the team that nobody wants to play Well, this in, in the entire NFL. There was a conversation relegating the Eagles about are they the best – for the longest time, you know, when they're undefeated, like, is this the best team in football? Is this the best team in football? And then finally, after beating, like, the fourth straight team by 30 points, you're like, all right, this team, yeah. <laughs> we, we could stop – Asking if they're the best team in football. They're the, 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 they're the best team in football. But I'm with you. I've been on the 49ers train for five weeks now. When they started their run, I watched them play the Rams, who obviously aren't very good. They played the Rams, what, on Sunday Night Football like six weeks ago, right, when they got Christian McCaffrey. And I said, holy, don't want to play yeah. this team. I mean, Brock Purdy is, a, is, is like it or not. I know you guys had this argument earlier. <laughs> I mean, he can, take, he can take them to a Super Bowl. Um, simple as that. Now, a lot of that has to do with, obviously, the people that are around him, but that's part of what football is. I mean, the, ar the argument that, that, you know, well, they got too many good players around him, and that's why he's good, that argument on a limited basis is worthless. I mean, if Jimmy Garoppolo uh, arguably would take this team to the Super Bowl, then, then what makes Brock Purdy that much worse sure. than, than Jimmy Garoppolo? Well. Um, so you think the Bengals are going to have home games? You think they're going to the, win the division? Yeah, I think I, I I think that the Bengals and the 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 Ravens lose this weekend, um, and then I think that the Bengals. So coming into this weekend, the Bengals have a thirty nine percent chance to win the division. Yeah, I, I think the Bengals lose this weekend. I think the Bengals somehow lose against um, the Bills, and then they win the other two games, which would be one of the Ravens, and I think the Ravens. Ravens final week. I think the Ravens struggle down the stretch. I think the Ravens. What's the? Can you guys uh, the Ravens, pull up the Ravens schedule for me really quick? So they play Cleveland this tell week. Tell me what they got. They play Cleveland this week. Yep, loss. They go to Atlanta or they host Atlanta. They'll win that game. They host Pittsburgh. 
they lose against Pittsburgh. And then they go to Cincinnati. And they lose to Cincinnati. So. So would that even get us the? Yeah, then you're in. Well, I don't. The Bengals aren't winning out, sir boy. I mean, I hate to break this to Bengals fans, but you guys are playing well. Hopefully, you stay injury free, but you're not winning out. As far as the one seed goes and all that crazy talk, I'm never gonna buy into that. I don't. I, I for whatever reason, you know, you guys know how I am on this on this situation with the with the lines, et cetera, et cetera, and the public money. And I know the public money to a certain extent has shifted back in the fingle, uh, the ba- the favor of the Bengals. I still think that somehow Tom Brady wins this game on Sunday, and that essentially knocks you out because the Chiefs don't have that difficult of a schedule left, and uh, the Bills don't either, quite frankly, outside of playing the Bengals. Bengals or the Bills play the rest of their division. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Bengals making the the number one seed. I'm looking at who do, who are they going to play? Who do I want to play? If we got Miami at home, if we got the Ravens at home, I mean, if we're playing at home, that's amazing. I I, I really wouldn't even mind who we played at that point but if we're going to be you know in those slots where you know if we're going to Tennessee that'd be fantastic that's probably best case scenario I think Tennessee's the team that's like everybody's picking on right now they're like that's the team that can win their division they they're the home team right and everyone's like I want to go play at Tennessee right that's, and that, that was, was what last, happened with the Bengals last year right that I mean, was the mem last year is um, the Titans were the number one seed, and everyone right. wanted to go up and play the, the number one seed over play the Bills or the Chiefs. Right, and that's, that's still the case. That's the hard part this year, quite frankly, is if you're going to win the AFC, you're going to earn it, in my opinion, because you're going to have to go through Buffalo and Kansas City more than likely. I mean, there's a small chance, as I said before, if the Chargers can get in, the Chargers are one of those teams that I'm telling you, they are a team, if they get healthy, they can win the whole damn thing. They got a quarterback that can do that. So, I have Trace's tears next if we want to segue into that. Let's do it. Uh, Do we have any other ideas or thoughts on the playoffs? Because at this at this point, do you what's the path? Are you excited for the path to the for the Packers to make the postseason? Uh, no, I mean, I got a chat. You're pumped for that, as you know. I have a Packers fandom, I have a chat group chat with uh, Packers and Bulldog fans. And uh, my brother sends this text out multiple times this week about how the Packers can make the playoffs, and I'm just like. No, brother. I mean, I, much as I love to What's think. What's the overlap there in Packers and Bulldogs fans? So my stepdad's dad yep. and uncle. So it's really the, the, the house that I was raised in. Um, and my stepbrother's, you know, grandpa, if you will, played for the Packers and also played for the, the um, Georgia, Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs. And my step uncle, if you want to call it that, played for the Bulldogs. So you're raised inside of that household to. Sure. Breezy Reed played for those. Breezy Reed, yeah. Bre- Breezy Reed, look him up. So that's you've, my fandom, and that's why I have those weird. You've been to the spot where he passed kind away. Of thoughts. You've been to the spot where Breezy Reed passed away. Yeah, oh. he just doesn't know it, does he? No. Played some golf there. What uh, Trace's tears? Do you have the? Do you have the? Uh, uh, you have the tears off the drive or no? We get, hold on. We got it. So I tasked the the chat after the stink list after the fraud chart. They were asking, will you guys do a QB list? Because obviously you guys were talking about Brock Purdy. There's been some takes about Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. They wanted a quarterback ranking. And Trace, I asked Trace to come up with his QB rankings. And golly B. Oh, I put him up there. There it is. Here we go. So, you know, I had a little bit of fun with this. And it's, to a certain extent, difficult to see from where I'm sitting. And I'm sure I'll see it on the... uh on the program feed in a second. but Walk me through this I like have, I'm five. 
what, what, where at? Where Walk me through from? this this tier list like, like I'm five, five years, years like old. I'm five well, years old. I think you have a couple quarterbacks in this league that that literally can carry you to a Super Bowl. If you have a bad offensive line, if you don't have a great defense, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These are the types of teams that can, or these are the types of players that can take you to the Super Bowl, right? Quite frankly, it's simple. Joe Burrow, uh, you got Herbert. I love Herbert. I think Herbert's one of the best quarterbacks in the league if he can just get a He's little bit arm. of help. And then, obviously, Josh Allen. Then I go down. I got guys that I'd be happy to have on my team. I think I'd be happy to have Trevor Lawrence. You can obviously see all these guys. I don't think I need to go through every single person. I think Lamar Jackson's a guy you like to have on your team. Casey probably thinks he's a guy that's terrible. But besides that, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I think that Massage Boy is still a good quarterback. You give him a couple more weeks, he's probably going to get primed, ready to play. Oh, baby, he loves getting I think he'll look really, really good. You know, once the muscles get going, he'll be a good player. Mm. Then I think you got guys like Jalen Hurts, who I don't know if I'm sold on yet, but I'd at least be like, I'm happy to have him. Can win the Super Bowl if you got, like, the 85 Bears defense. There's a whole host of those guys in this league. Uh, You can see that. Uh, I know that there's some folks that aren't fans of Dak. I don't know if I'm a huge fan of Dak, but I do think that, you know, He's serviceable. And then you got system guys like Patrick Mahomes. We've gone through that take before. You know, when, when you got guys around you that make you right. really, really good, you know, you can play well. Think and, about it. And he's I'm, a guy that can do that. I'm hopping on. I might be teetering your way because think about it. Think about all the quarterbacks that have just so happened to be great under Andy Reid. We're talking Alex Smith. Couldn't play well anywhere else. But, man, he was really good in Kansas City. Yeah. Donovan McNabb. He leaves. Philadelphia? Right. And is nothing? Went to four straight NFC championships. He might be on to something. Yeah, he was he, on the he, cover he, of that. He left Philadelphia in his prime, too. Right? I mean, that's one thing you got to keep in mind. So, yeah. I mean, hey. Like I said, time will tell. Time em- will tell. Emperor Andy Stone. Dalton at best. You know, these, these guys are like uh, Andy Dalton his prime. He's kind of like, all right. Maybe these guys are good one week, and then the next week you're like, I don't know if I really want this guy on my team anymore. So Andy Dalton at best, that's a good tier. You Why can, isn't Andy Dalton in his own tier? Why isn't Andy Dalton in his own tier? Because he just doesn't he just doesn't have a he doesn't have a picture on the tier maker. <laughs> so so it's hard to put him in the it's hard to put him in the tier when he doesn't have a picture anymore. I don't know if whoever made this list just has a a hate for Andy? How could you hate Andy? But Andy should be in there. Unless you're in the 2015. I'm going to actually find a way to get game. Andy in there. I might have to just start Photoshopping him in over top of the tier maker. Um, what else we got? We got elite running backs. Yeah. I've said this before. Justin Fields is an elite running back. That, that is what he is. And I actually think Mariota, he's getting a little up there in age, but he's a pretty good running back too. You know what I'm saying? And then you got guys that like, if, you're, if they're on your team, you're looking, you're looking at a mock draft right now. Gosh. You know, don't the Jets play the Lions this week? Was that big the- one at the Meadowlands? What what the heck is that spread about? Pick them. It's a pick them. I mean, you got to take the Jets just based off the fact that it makes no sense. But that's here nor there. That spread. Then you got wild. some backup QBs as you see, and then you got has-beens. And I mean, I don't think it's say I. I don't think it's uh, those are all has-beens. And if you don't I'm, believe me, then I feel sorry for you. I'm glad that you have Baker Mayfield. You there was there was a time. Back before the Patrick Mahomes take, back before all these, right? Trace Trace had a had a hard take about Patrick or Baker Mayfield. That I still have this little small affinity for Baker because I think that he went to a really bad situation and he did okay at times. I mean, he he did have the Browns playing decent football at times. He went to the Panthers; they were terrible. 
So he's not really been in a, in a, in a system, if you will, that would be conducive to being you know, good. If he, was a, if he was with the 49ers, would, would he be looked upon as way different if he's a Jimmy Garoppolo situation? Is that, am I, How many am I that crazy to think that he's just not that bad? Here's well, he played. He played that game where he signed on Tuesday, just last week. Played on Thursday and made a comeback, scoring two touchdowns in the final four minutes to win. It's impressive. Not a Baker Mayfield guy, though. Yeah, Emperor. I'm gonna say that uh, Stafford's a has been because when you get older, you get hurt. You just don't come back when you're. He's not gonna come back the same. If he does, I'll, I'll say I'm wrong. But. Stafford's a has-been. I know he just won the Super Bowl. Trust me. Right. But when he comes back from his injury a year later, two years removed from winning that Super Bowl, I don't think he's going to be the same guy anymore. It is funny <clears> that <throat> we keep constantly talking about the the youth, the young quarterbacks that are in the NFL right now and how they're just dominating the league. And you look at the, the last two Super Bowl winners are Matt Stafford and Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. I mean, It's rather Bay, funny. Um, you have some quotes from Casey? Oh, yeah. So... Casey, I've been asking you a lot about Lamar Jackson this week. Yep. And secretly, I've been logging your quotes or your responses to my questions about Lamar Jackson. Casey is out on Lamar Jackson. Almost as full as someone could be out on a guy. So I have listed right here in my notes some of these quotes. And with your permission, I'm going to... Express them. Am I allowed to, to say go, these quotes? Go right ahead. All right. So the first one is that he can't pass in the pocket. You also said that he's a running back. You would rather the Cardinals situation over the Ravens situation, even though the Ravens have made the postseason multiple times. The Cardinals, yeah. Ravens were like 8-1 and one with Lamar The Cardinals Jackson. just made the postseason last year, by yeah. the way. And lost their first game. Yeah, against the Super Bowl favorites. Super Bowl winners, I'm sorry. They're better with Tyler Huntley. Do you still believe that? I do. Even though they were like 8-1, and 8-2 and two last year when, before Lamar got hurt. I think they'd be better off with Tyler Huntley. But, I mean, like right now, the way the team is set up, no. I, I, Tyler Huntley is going to struggle because he doesn't have any receivers. He, sure. So, it's, it's tough. I mean – you structure your whole team around Lamar Jackson being able to run the ball because he's a great running back, and Tyler Huntley's not. There's the running back. So these are all quotes that you said, and I'm going to keep it rolling. Yep. Lamar Jackson kicks puppies. Why would you say that, dude? Have you seen what he does to the Browns? Kicks them around. Oh. Kicks puppies. Is that what you meant? <laughs> Explain why you think that morally Lamar is beneath Big Ben and Deshaun Watson. Dude. Lamar? I mean, he pretty much just dumps beer on fans. He, he, he just <laughs> dumps beer on your grandpa. Raven, Ravens he, are known for that. They're known for that shit. And you know what? Lamar Jackson, he hates his own fans. He does? He does. He calls them out all the time. Well, that's funny you bring that up because this is something that I have not seen reported, but that you said. You've heard that Lamar slaps Make-A-Wish kids that want to meet him. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, 
there's probably no like photo evidence of it because probably hires guys to take care of the make a wish kids <laughs> needs a hitman needs some hitman <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the that's the ridiculousness that I'd go. Casey took that in stride. Yeah. I'll give him I'll give him props. <laughs> I thought I was gonna throw him off. He you, you took that in stride. The well, kicking puppy. I one hundred percent. I one hundred percent believe in everything I just said too. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is a nice guy. Come Wait, on, he's nice. Let's put Casey's brain in a pretzel here. Would you rather have Lamar Jackson or Brock Purdy? Oh, yeah. What Ooh. would you rather have right now? You need to. Hang on, with, with the 49ers? With the 49ers team currently as it is? Or is it just what what team are they being put on? The Ravens or the, the Ravens 49ers? team. They're being put on the Ravens. Oh, I would take Lamar on the Ravens team. Okay. Now if if it was the 49ers team, I would take Lamar. What about the Bengals? You need to bring one of them in to win on Sunday against the Bucks. What is Brock uh, Purdy? I would, I would take Brock Purdy. Over Lamar? Yeah, over Lamar. Wow. What has Brock Purdy do, done done to you? Like, or yeah, I, I just don't I, understand why why where, you where think is this hate, why why do every, why does everyone think I hate him? I literally said and clarified, let's not get our hopes up. That's all I said. But everyone wants to crown him already. I'm like, what? Why can't we watch a few? It's the same argument about Pat Mahomes. Why are we crowning him already? He's only played two games. I don't know if anyone's crowning him. I think they're just saying like this guy's actually looking pretty damn good, and he looks like he can make plays. Doesn't look like a guy that's just gonna literally throw screen passes and then then are somehow working. So like he's made some plays. He's made some throws. What what throw what throw has he made that you're you're specifically thinking? He threw it. He made he made a ball. He's done exact throw. He made a pass to Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. He hit him like right in the corner of the end zone, and it was a good throw. Now listen, I'm gonna say something. I'm not rooting against the Bengals. I know the chat loves the Bengals. I know this is a Cincinnati town. I know that this is. Room is filled with Bengal fans, but you're setting yourself up to look really, really bad because there's a good chance, there's a good chance that the Bengals go down to Tampa and don't win this football game. And not only do they not win the football game, but a week before this, Brock Purdy made them look like absolute trash. So when you come back in here on Monday morning, Casey, I'm going to remind you that you're literally trashing a man that demoralized and demolished. Tom Brady's Buccaneers in their defense. Dude. And you're going to be looking around wondering on, on Monday, why in the world did Joe Burrow and the offense you, struggle against this same defense? You think Brock Purdy is the reason why Tom Brady lost? You genuinely believe that? Well, I know this. It was a close game, and Brock Purdy came in, and it was, a, it was, it was curtains. Brock Purdy started. Brock Purdy did start. and I'm if, sorry. The week before that, though, was the Dolphins – yeah, that, so my that's, apologies. That's, that's when he came in. It was a close game, came in, and then guess what? Curtains. Yeah, it was it was twenty eight to nothing at halftime. Brock Purdy is not the reason why they the he he is not the reason why Tampa Bay lost. Tampa Bay lost because Tom Brady is losing it. He threw two interceptions. He can't get any protection. And they run a, a really damn good running offense. Christian McCaffrey, 100 yards. Jordan Mason, 56 yards. Debo Samuel, 21 yards. They had three rushing touchdowns. One was a quarterback sneak from Brock Purdy. I'm just saying. It wasn't a quarterback you... sneak from Brock Purdy. That wasn't a quarterback sneak. That was, that was Joe Burrow-esque, if we're being honest. He was in the pocket, scrambled around a little bit, made a play, and ran up the middle and stuck the, stuck the football out and so, scored a touchdown. So when I asked you yesterday at Jersey Mike's yes. which quarterbacks you would rather have 
over Lamar Jackson. Yes. We we put Lamar Jackson at number six. You'd only have five quarterbacks more than Lamar Jackson. Yes. Would Brock Purdy be above Lamar Jackson? He I, said no. I he just admitted he no. It depends on the team structure. You're you're this is the thing I, I hate the most is that we claim that a single person on one team, a quarterback, is the reason why they won the game when it is a team sport. You're right. I, I that, that is all I, I'm saying. I have a I have the same opinion you have with that. Like that's the best take that you've had. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. And but my that's point why I'm is, saying to slow down on the Brock Purdy stuff, people. But I, what, let, let's get But I think his... the reason that people are excited about Brock Purdy to a small extent is because it, it he he looks the part. He looks like he fits within that offense and they and that he's not missed a beat and he hasn't. When he needs to make the tight throws, listen, listen. when when I see him make a tight throw, then maybe I'll agree with you. Maybe he doesn't but need he, to make tight throws. That's a bad that that's not a recipe for success. Okay. If you're going to rely on 5-yard open receivers every single time, that's not great. If you're going to rely on your quarterback or your coach to have the the best play call every time to make a touchdown, that's not great. That's not that's not you know a Nobody reminds me of a little bit Stetson Bennett. You can sit here and say all you want about how, about how uh, Stetson Bennett stinks and this, that, and the other. Doesn't have the arm talent. But you know what he does do? He's prepared, knows where to go with the football. And, yeah, he throws the guys that are open because that's the quarterback's job. That's So if you know where you're going with the football and you can throw to guys that are open, congratulations. Maybe he's not going to make that throw down the middle of the seam like you want him to, throwing between two guys when Jamar Chase isn't even watching. And if you can make that throw, more credit to you. But you know what? You don't always have to make that throw. Can you guys show that Brock Purdy play that I just – DM'd you? Yeah, hold on. I'll pull it up. All right. Flip to my screen. And you know, yeah, hang on just a second. Reed, don't let me forget. I have something to tell you during our Christmas segment. Okay. Um, okay. I don't think there's any quarterback in the history of the game just that makes this Brock Purdy. The tweet, is, the tweet is what it is, but the throw is incredible. <laughs> nice internet. Good bit that's, rate. Yeah, that's... That's the screen share. But still an incredible. Rolling I mean, out to his guy right. Miss, made a guy miss. Throws on the run. Uh, I mean, that's a good play. That's a really that is what it is. Really you know, nice you know what's beautiful about this? It's like week, what, what week are we even in? 17? 16? 17? This week? Uh, isn't it 15? We are 14? in. We've got four games left. They play eight, 18 weeks. So. 14. 15. This is week 15. 15. Week 15. We get to see him play. Like, let's just let it play out. That's fine. I, then that's what Casey's maybe asking. Yeah, I, that's all I'm asking. I would like to see more. But people are already saying, like, we found our guy. If you go look on 49ers Twitter, which... What do you expect him to do, Casey? You, 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 you think that if the, the Bengals... Time out. Time out. If this was the same thing... It's if fandom. If it was the fourth-string quarterback for the Bengals, and he came out and looked this good, and he took... He took Tom Brady to the woodshed. Yeah, you'd be, be chanting be, their name too. We'd be really you'd be excited. going right down to Rally House over there at Bridgewater and you'd be buying a jersey. You can't sit here and act like the 49ers fans shouldn't be excited because their quarterback looks good. I mean, for all intents and purposes, Cincinnati then, fans should be ecstatic that Joe Burrow is their quarterback. Then 49ers fans are, are they, they don't appreciate what they have because they have probably the best, one of the best coaching staffs. One of the best overall teams in the NFL. What do you, you don't think they appreciate that? If they're going to sit there and crown Brock Purdy as their their franchise, 
then yeah, they don't appreciate their team. Because their team is the reason why they're winning games, not just because of Brock Purdy. I mean, how? I bet you Brandon Allen does the exact same thing. Are we going to crown Brandon Allen? Like, I, it, Brandon Allen has so... never looked like Purdy. Never. I've never seen Brandon Allen make plays like you that. Did, you didn't and watch you, enough Hall games back in the day. Yeah, you did. I've seen plenty of Hall games back in the because day, believe he, it or not. He won in fact, when I seen him in the SEC, I used to think, man, that guy's going to be a good insurance salesman. Turns out he's been the backup quarterback for the Bengals the past couple years. And I'm just watching it not all chopped up. And it should have been picked off. Oh, that ball should have been picked off. What a hater this guy is. Oh, All right. Okay. Fair. You're a hater. Brock Purdy hater. Slow ball in the air. And the linebacker doesn't try to pick it off or swat the ball. He's just like, oh. I can't believe that you're sitting here acting like this guy is not, as, not, better, than, not better than Brandon Allen. You know what is better than Brandon Allen? Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> That's right. Christmas is better than Brandon Allen. <laughs> and I... Paul, do you got something for me? I, I got a Christmas present for you. I, I you got, got a Christmas present for me? Yeah. Two tickets, two rows behind the glass. Monday, Columbus Blue Jackets, Dallas Stars. Behind the glass? Two rows behind the glass, just for you. You're the best. I got you. That is exhilarating. Get to see my stars play the Blue Jackets. Big Dallas Stars guy over here. Thank you, Paul. Got you. You're the best. Are you coming? Uh, not 100% yet. I got to okay. find out. All right. All right. The, well, let's... the second ticket I trust will go to a good home. Either way, me or, me or whoever. All right. So I thought about Christmas. We did a top five list last week, and I was like, you know, Christmas right around the corner. What are the top five things of Christmas as told by Reed Mouse? And we'll go in reverse order, starting at number five. There's no, there's no graphics or anything like that. The fifth best part of Christmas is the drunk uncle on Christmas Eve. He had too much Christmas punch, eggnog, or just American honey wild turkey or whatever like that. And all of a sudden, he's just spouting off just unbelievable stuff at everyone. Always causes a fight. And it's normally right around the time where expectations are the highest. You know, kids are opening up presents, and then this uncle just comes in just blaring out some some just terrible take or comment or just something drunk. And just he just starts this, an entire fight. I have fight. this envision in my head right now of just Everett. Everett in the chat just hovering over the, the Christmas. They're like, politics! Yes. yes! That is it. That is that it's normally a political argument. It just they never go well with family. So that's the fifth best part of Christmas. The fourth best part of Christmas is the one present on Christmas Eve. Did you guys do this as kids? Did your parents allow you to have one present on Christmas Eve? Anybody else do this? Yes. Well, I sadly, did. I I've no. had one side of my family celebrate. Two side of my families. Well, I have like four sides. When you have like step stepdads, oh, it's you know. You when everyone gets Christmas divorced in your family, right. then you know you have like six different Christmases you got to go to. But I have like two families that do Christmas on Christmas Eve. So, what's that? Uh, I don't have this. Though. Reese Witherspoon, Vince Vaughn movie. Uh, yes, four that's kind of it. Yeah, that's that's you just just traveling yeah, it's, Christmas. It's something. Let me tell you. <laughs> I bet it's stressful. Well, that one present on Christmas Eve is always just. It encapsulates, you know, you're a kid and you're so excited to go to sleep. It's the one time the entire year that you're like, let's go to bed. Let's go to bed so we can wake up tomorrow and open up all the presents. And your parents are like, all right, we'll let you open up one. And it's normally a fun game. Maybe it's a video game or something like that. And you're like, all right, this is this is what it's about. Then you stay up really late because you're playing a video game or doing something like that with your, with your one toy. So the one present before Christmas Eve. That's number four. That's number four. Number three, this normally happens weeks, months in advance, decorating the tree. I don't know if that's a big what to do in your guys' family. My mom, um, she used to buy these 
big expensive ornaments that we still their family heirlooms to this to this day like really expensive ornaments and it was just a big almost party when we would decorate the tree it was what we spent just so many good memories of just decorating this tree i don't do the garland you guys do garland around the tree we're just straight ornaments straight ornaments, ornaments make yeah. a nice tree star or angel you guys star or angel angel star i'm an angel so that's number three all right, so Christmas is has better food than Thanksgiving. Ham's better than turkey. The cookies are immaculate. But the Christmas morning breakfast is the best part, the best food that you'll get. It's normally a smorgasbord, at least in the Mouse family was. We would get Cinnabons. We would get you know, eggs, omelets, whatever you want. French toast made by Mark Mouse. The Christmas, the Christmas morning breakfast was the best meal you'll get during those two days, without a doubt. And then finally, number one, I make this joke a lot. The best part of Christmas is the dad just anxiously walking around as everyone's opened up their presents with a trash bag, getting all the trash. There's always one dad that is just so stressed, just walking around. Trace, he doesn't do this. He picks it up at the end. I asked him yesterday. If he's a trash bag, you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah. Lure up is anxiously just as everyone's just ripping open, not caring where this, the wrapping paper goes. He's just shaking this bag. Like, come on, you got to throw it in the trash. Got to throw it in the trash. <laughs> that was lure up. That was Mark Mouse. That is everyone's dad on this Christmas. Now, were you a rip the presents open or were you a let's delicately open the wrapping paper as we watch everybody else? As a kid ripping. I mean, you, you couldn't see that, that thing quick enough as you get older and not that presents don't get you excited when you're older but you get a little more patience like there's there's more to do than just ripping open presents you take your time right and so i I have a question did you guys each one each person in the in the christmas gathering did each person get a present y'all open at the same time or is it one person opens a gift at a time so as a kid four grew up with with three siblings yeah, we'd go downstairs. We couldn't open the presents till we woke up the parents. And, I mean, we're waking up at 5.30 in the morning, 6 in the morning. <laughs> yep. And they finally come down red-eyed. And we just go to town. I mean, the, the Christmas is over in 10 minutes. I mean, just ripping open every present. Yeah, that's cool. Get to the next one. And eventually we decided that's that's not probably the best way of going about this. Let's let's take our time spacing it out. So as we got older, we my dad would give out presents as the day went on. So that just, seems to be the better way to go about it, but I, I don't know if there's, if there's a right way or a wrong way. But I have something that's kind of funny. <laughs> Wasn't funny last night. Oh no! So I have a son. He has a little neighborhood friend, and uh, we get home yesterday, and there's just this random, pre- like you know, gift if you want to call it that. Yeah. Sitting on the kitchen counter, and I'm like, okay, um, don't know what this is. Haven't seen it. Don't know who it's for. Doesn't have a name on it. Just nothing. Just wrapped. Mm-hmm. It's a small little box, about that big. And um, time goes by or whatever. And then, you know, my wife gets home and she's like, what's this? I was like, I don't really know. And then, you know, my, my son Grayson's like, I, I, I let me open it. Let me open it. So I was like, I guess maybe our babysitter left it behind and we'll just let him open it. Mm-hmm. So he opens it. It's an, it's, a, it's an iPhone. It's a new iPhone. I'm like, what is this? And it says on there. It says on there. In like probably sixth grade 
or sixth grade, excuse me, six-year-old handwriting, mind you, on the box, on the actual so iPhone they, they, box. They, they took a crayon or whatever. They, so they took a pencil. Could barely read it. It says, to, to Grayson from, you know, I won't say their name just because. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> Grayson, Grayson an iPhone? I have never <laughs> seen my son more excited in his life. And I had to be the poor bastard that had to tell him that his friend stole his parents gift it's ran it down to, to, to our house wrapped it up and gave it to grayson what a friend <laughs> what a friend, <laughs> what a friend. <laughs> but i had to give it back do you know my son went from the from the happiest kid in the world <laughs> to literally just so mad at me i mean my son was more mad at me last night yesterday than he's ever been in his life and i had nothing to do with any of it <laughs> my poor ass Literally just walked in the house and let him open a gift. And he's like, it's for me. And I'm like, I'm trying to tell this six-year-old who shouldn't have a phone, by the way. Right, the right. Rule, the rule is in our house, you're not going to have a phone until you can drive. That's the rule. And kids aren't happy about it, but that's the way it is. So at the end of the day, though, I had to explain to him that his buddy stole the gift from his parents. And his parents, I sent a text to his parents, and his parents were like, didn't even know that he took it. They're like, let me go. Let, hold on a minute. I'm like, Okay. They're like, yeah, that, that has to be ours. We're missing a phone. I'm like, all right, you can come down and pick it up. How wild is that? Just took your, just took a <laughs> brand new phone. I mean. Wrapped it up and took it to your buddy's house and gave that it to is him. How about amazing. How about the, the other parents though in that equation? Like, you're so proud of your son being so thoughtful, I guess. And then at the same time, you're he getting He stole your phone. He stole the phone. Well, how is that thoughtful? <laughs> But he was trying to. He was well, trying on, to be a good on. friend. Was it was it the a gift that he stole, or was it just like their parents' phone? He put it in a no, box. No, no. Then... I think that their parents. This is what I suspect happened. I don't know the whole story. Obviously, I suspect that his parents just got a new phone. You know, you, you get a new yeah. phone, and you get rid of your old phone, or you you basically are just transferring your phone, so you have an extra phone sitting around for however long you have it. They have. They must. They must keep the boxes at their house. So they had their old phone in their old box, if you will. But it looks brand new because they obviously took care of it. So they put it, they put it somewhere, and I'm assuming the son knew that that phone was no longer being used. <laughs> and he could just take it to his buddy and give it to him. That was a terrible night for me. Grayson <laughs> is very outwardly emotional, very too. Very much. Yeah. Right. He's the middle child, gets picked on a lot. In fact, he has a black eye right now from oh, his older no. brother. And, um, but you know what? He's going to be tough. So hey, yeah, it is what it is. Tough. Just another learning lesson. Best it, Christmas movie is clearly Christmas vacation. And number one on your list, you didn't really, you, I know you meant to say this is, is Jesus just to protect you on, yeah. on, on the top five Christmas things. Yeah. Jesus. Number one, yeah. the guy that has to miss the guy that has to miss a Bengals game every Sunday, baby, to go to every Max. Sunday at St. Joe's church. Same. That seems like a that seems like a clear a clear miss on you. You know what's funny about um I never have told anybody this, but you know, I grew up around your stepbrother, Caleb. Last thing, by the way, we're gonna let the chat make this decision. It can't be ridiculous either. We need a gift or a prize would be the more appropriate term. In regards to merch, it'll happen at some point, I promise. But for the time being, what should be the prize for the bowl winner? And if you haven't signed up for the bowl, I don't think you can anymore, probably. But I, I think you mm -hmm. haven't locked it yet. Yeah, but whatever. But, not, but long story short, if you want to try to still get in the bowl thing, go for it. But nonetheless, what should be the prize? 
Christmas yeah. Vacation is Santa definitely. Claus is my favorite Christmas movie. Okay, without what's, a doubt. Casey, what's your favorite the Christmas music movie? Um, that's a good question. Um, I guess. I guess Santa Claus is up there. Um, you know, I don't. We never really watched the whole. I guess The Grinch, just because I have a funny story tied with it. You got but, scared by The Grinch one time. Yeah, my cousin busted through a window. Oh. To try to scare me, and there was a little bit of blood. It was like they were trying to make the horror film before it was cool. But yeah, I just don't know how it's not Christmas Vacation. I like Christmas Vacation. Too. I didn't see Christmas. Never... I didn't see Christmas Vacation until I was like eighteen. Fun fact. Can I share something as well that I'm not really happy oh, no. to admit? You know what I did last night? I haven't watched the whole thing because it's a really long movie. Yeah. This is right up my alley too. I don't know how I've never seen this. I've just started watching Godfather last night. Oh, it's a good movie. Great movie. Yeah. First one's good. Second one's better. Really? Watch out for oranges. Yes. Right? All right. Well, nonetheless, don't spoil it. But. Um, there's one thing I got to go do home before, and finish the rest of it. Later. There's one thing we got to do before we end this show. Um, we got to do wheel of lunch. Paul, I, I sent you an email on something that could ruin, possibly ruin Casey's Christmas. Oh, oh no. no. Okay. Hold on. Um, but where are we going for lunch? Do you need me to put the email up on the screen? It's, it's a picture. There's a picture. So oh. you can, you can load the picture. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh. You found that okay, picture. Okay, hold on. That's what fantastic. picture? Hold on, I'll throw it up on the screen. About the, the direct deposit thing? No. no. <laughs> Casey. What? We'll do this live on air. I don't care. Hold on. Uh, you, you guys oh. do your thing. I got to pull it up. All right. Uh, Casey, pull up my screen. Ready? Hang on. That's. Uh, yeah. I, Set Gina's dust. Like a good, All right. good, good call. Does that ruin your Christmas? Lamar Jackson in a Santa hat? Is that the worst thing that could happen to you, your Christmas-wise? I just don't know why Santa is hugging him like that. That <laughs> really is – that's that's shaking me up a little bit. <laughs> Casey. Casey, yeah, we got scammed. There's, there. an e <laughs> There's an email that came from Christine Deal. Do you know her? No. All right. Well, I'm going to read the – I'm going to read the email out loud for the for – the, even for the viewers to listen to this. Ready? Oh, no. Okay. This was sent to me at 9.29 this morning. Mm -hmm. It starts. Good morning. We're off to a good start. I sincerely beg for your help in updating my direct deposit information before the start of the next pay. If the changes could be made before my next period, that would be great. What specific details should I send? Question mark. Thanks. Title of this said email? Casey McAllister, request to change. Request to change? They want your direct deposit information. They want it changed. Yeah, they want it changed. <laughs> they, want Casey's, they want Casey's next direct deposit to change. Mm, nice. Should I have not sent it to him? No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it from? What, what's... <laughs> Kristen Deal. D-I-E-H-L. But that's here nor there. I can't believe there's many people so watching it. Scammed. By the way, we've had better shows on this Friday. Just saying. Yeah, we've. I mean, off the bench, bad. Box lunch, bad. It's got off the rails here. Whoa. What do you mean bad? Bad. Is that a bad What's outing? What's for lunch? What's for Is that lunch? a bad outing? It's a bad day. You know? That's here nor there. It's not our best shows. Genus. Throw it yeah. on there. Oh, Genus is the first. Throw Genus on there again. 
Throw Gina's on there twice. Raising Maybe Canes. three times. Raising Cane sounds good. We've Raising started Canes. our weekend with Gina's the last like two or three weeks. It's kind of become a Friday thing. I love it. Okay. Oh, Anything not else? Canes. Not Canes. canes. We just done it a lot. Throw Gina's on there. I did. Sir Boy there. looks forward I to this. I got it on twice. Uh, throw it on there a third time. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that's my second email. Jockos. I like how I call I like how I call Thomas Tomas from Dom. How do you look at T O M A S and get Tomas out of that? J Jack and Carlo, Johnny and Carlo. You mean Johnny and Carlo, Sir Boy? Yeah, Sir Boy. I've never been to a Rubies. That's true. I'm, I'm telling you right now, Bengals fans. It's all gonna be fine. You gonna make the postseason? Oh, I forgot to ask. Did, did for I some reason, I don't know. It's just not going to work. If I could time. only go to one Bengals game for the rest of the year, which one should I go to? The Bills, Bills. game. But what if you the Bengals you, you get a home, you, home playoff game? There's a really oh. good chance you could say that you watch the team, you watch someone win the Super Bowl, right? I mean, if you go to the Bills game, there's a good chance of that. Yeah, okay. I mean, you're, that's clearly the, the favorite, but there's also a chance the Bengals have a home playoff game. Let's run this wheel, baby. Wait, we only have. Why not just go to both? Go to them all. God. Take, yeah, just leave Go those. to them all. And if I'm going to have to sell some DraftKings stock for that to happen. Go to them all. All right. Gina's on jolly, the Jolly. When are you going to be home, by the way? You, can we get that in the chat? Is Jolly Jolly still around? Is Jolly Jolly here? I don't know. Is he? Oh, no. Keep spinning. No. That's tough. Got a 50-50 shot of Gina's now. <laughs> if it's Jolly. No. Oh, no. No. What are we doing? <laughs> we still got one more genius. If we go three for our first three, okay, good. Oh, man. It's a it's high risk reward right here. Come on now. Come on now. Come on, wheel. Come on, wheel. No. Oh, no. Jocko's no, it is. No, it's the one that lost. It's the one that lost. We're going to Genus. Jocko's it is. Oh, it's so mad. Fried chicken, baby. All right. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Your weekend. Yes. We'll Who have day? a better show on Monday, I promise.